This is the ultimate baddie, Miss Layla Gray, and you're listening to the OVW Podcast. Get it? Got it? Good. Welcome to the OVW Podcast, the unofficial podcast of Ohio Valley Wrestling. I am Jackman Oaks, and I'm joined today, as always, by my co-host, Brian Hines. Hey, Jackman. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, man. First time that we've seen each other since we we had a big day of watch-throughs and other stuff on the uh, that we sat down and recorded the the uh, first ever thanks or sorry Christmas food draft. Yeah. So it's been it's been about ten days since we've seen each other, which around here is kind of a long time it, it seems like a lifetime yeah um you know without like jumping into anything too personal i can tell that you had a really great um vacation really oh yeah great holiday um, yeah i with, did uh, and with uh, your family and uh yeah and uh dakota just so you know that i i ate most of the things that i drafted in the food draft there was no dressing but that's okay because uh, i will go back and make sure that i have more dressing because that's just how I roll. But uh, salami rolls made an appearance. I, I got the Christmas ham from the Amish oh, store. Well. It, it was a little expensive, but uh, the uh, warming it up and putting the glaze on it we was did, was exceptional. We did see a picture of the infamous Munster chicken. Yeah, which, which I was wasn't able I wasn't able to post any photo comments on that thread, and I'm not sure why. But since it was Christmas, uh, it quickly left my head because there were other fun family things to do. So I will see whether I can get back to that. Right. And this is kind of this is going to be a special episode for us, you know, because we're this there's some breaking news in the wrestling community. Um, Chris Jericho has been hit with accusations of sexual harassment. And since we're the unofficial podcast of Ohio Valley Wrestling, that we're going to really talk about anything other than Ohio Valley Wrestling on it. Right. Oh wait, no. We're just here to talk about OVW, right? That's oh, what. That's yeah. what. Yeah. That's what we do. You, you threw me. I uh, I wasn't sure what was going on there. I've been completely out of the wrestling world for a week, and in my own little uh, marshmallow wonder world, and uh, guys, guys' career might be Dunsky. over with. That potentially could be the fact. That's we're, not. That's not what we're here to discuss. That's not what we're here to discuss. No, we'll, we'll talk we, about we that off mic. Here, here at the OVW, here at the, here at the Ohio Valley Wrestling Podcast, the unofficial podcast of Ohio Valley Wrestling, we try other than when we're talking about food to only talk about OVW. So, actually, what we'll be doing here today is we will be predicting. I was kind of thinking it would be um, advantageous to us and to our listeners, and just you know, good content in general if we kind of did every three months where we predicted the next three months of Ohio Valley wrestling. And then at the three month mark, we got, we went back and checked our predictions against what actually happened. Cool. That way we kind of, there's, um, we can kind of really cut down on all of the wild speculation or at least dignify the wild speculation of this podcast a little bit that way. Okay. Well, I'm, I couldn't predict what I'm going to do tomorrow, much less what's going to happen at OVW in the next three months, but I'll give it a shot. I'm happy okay. for any opportunity to sit here behind the camera and judge you guys. So, ah, so I'll well. just be, and to be comprehensive, I do have the complete roster of the OVW up in front of me. So oh, that's I can a good make idea. sure we get, uh, we're well, we'll, we are well rounded in our discussions. I, I will pull that up right now as well. That is a good point, Tiny Brian. And may I take a moment to uh, say happy late birthday? You're only late a day. So I, I know. I'm only much. late a day. We should make this the birthday episode because it is the episode in between 
both of our birthdays, yours being December 31st and mine being this coming Thursday, January 4th. Um, when the OVW will finally be back in action. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And we won't have to try to fill so much microphone time with anything other than talking about Ohio Valley Wrestling. Because that is our central focus here is the unofficial podcast of the OVW. Well, That's true. We don't really bring up any of those other ones. Mm-hmm. or, or uh, Other than when, uh, when I do. I, I, <laughs> other, than, other than when it happens. To be I, sure. I, there, I watch, there are times that they exist. I, I can, still watch them, but I, I can't keep up as stringently as I used to because there's just too much else going on really there isn't I mean I watch the other ones for fun but this is the one that I actually am into and I, I you know am more studious about before we jump into that there is something kind of I would like to peel peel back the the, the veneer a little bit I guess um, you'd have to sand veneer off but I see your point the sorry I um, I'm not very handy if you can't tell um, has has the past couple of weeks been for you? Because I know for me personally, and I, I I think I could probably speak for everyone here on the podcast. This couldn't have happened at a better time for us. Um, the hiatus for OVW. Um, oh, no. It's been really nice to take a couple of weeks off from OVW and recenter why we're here for on this podcast and what we like about OVW and what we love about OVW. Um, and we we all we do is cover it. All we do is eat pizza and talk to wrestlers and cover this thing. So I couldn't imagine being involved in Ohio Valley Wrestling, falling on your back 30 times a week for Ohio Valley Wrestling, and how much of a reprieve this um, this break, this hiatus must feel if you're a performer or you're a writer or you're backstage or you're Joe Cooley or whoever you are in Ohio Valley Wrestling. I did notice Al Snow posted a picture from the from the beach. So yeah. congratulations yeah. to Al Snow, who I'm certain doesn't listen to this podcast, but uh, enjoy yeah. your enjoy your well-earned vacation. Absolutely. I guess, and here's to you, Joe Cooley. Yeah, absolutely. I guess I just want to take a moment to reflect. It's been, a, it's been an insane six months for us here at the podcast. It's been for the roster of Ohio Valley Wrestling, everyone involved in Ohio Valley Wrestling. If we thought we had it bad, if we thought that it was intense for us, I couldn't imagine being in their seat, in their shoes, in the last six months of what Ohio Valley Wrestling has gone through. So I know that for us personally on this podcast, the last two weeks off of Ohio Valley Wrestling has been kind of a nice breather. Um, and I, I, I would just like to share the sentiment that uh, however we feel about that breather, the people that inv- are involved in this television program every week must feel that 10,000 times what we feel of. I, I would certainly imagine so. I mean, all we do is get together one time a week, a right. couple times a week, and, and just shoot the shit with one another mm-hmm. and, you know, occasionally get to uh, have the opportunity to talk to wrestlers and interview them. But, uh, I mean, nobody's taking chair hits. Nobody's no. taking stunners, DDTs, suplexes, none of that. It's I did take a chop once. You can find that on our social media. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's true. Too. That's true. That's true. By the way, that reminds me. I did hear from uh, good old Crixus this week. He uh, excellent. Give us some scoop. Uh, he's actually back in the states, and okay. he he's around for a little while. And I'm hoping that we'll be able to uh, make love some, to have him make back. some time and, and I think uh, that see that him. Actual later. scoop. I was just being kind of silly, but <sighs> no. I mean, I didn't. I don't think that. I, we had discussed on this podcast where he was back in America. So we we hadn't gotten a chance to. I yeah. mean, I, I was completely checked out. I was doing family stuff mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, running errands. And 
uh, hanging out, having fun with with my boy who was who also uh, had a birthday the day before your birthday. The last week of the year for me personally as a family is uh, something we like to call Christmas birthdaycation because everybody in my immediate family is born between December 18th and February 16th. So my mom, then my son, my sister-in-law, me, and then my niece day after that and then my brother rounds it out on February 16th my dad uh, who is no longer with us was born April 7th but uh, this week of the year is when we all get together and and do like the ultra top secret Heinz things Mm. that I'm not allowed to talk to anybody about. Are there 57 of them? There are five. Well, I was going to say there's there's a reason that everyone in your family has like such close birthdays and it's because you know, people are getting that birthday gift all in the same, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, It'd be like that sometimes. You know, it's, I just like, I, I always think that stuff like that is like kind of like genuinely funny when, you know, life happens in a way that is very predictable and, and you know, funny in that way. Yeah. I don't know. This has been um, a weird episode so far. We're really sorry. We're kind of getting back on our feet here. We're kind of getting back on our feet here. Yeah, I, so I literally just walked into the building like a couple minutes before we got to this. And don't even talk to Behinds until he had his cup, he's had his cup of coffee, for real. Um, just don't. So why yeah, don't we start the worst. with That was the, the worst joke I've ever told on this old podcast. Let, let's, why don't we start? I've had some suckers on here, too. Just to... Just to <laughs> Deep breath. Clean take uh, NPR. Voice. I'm, I'm sorry. Somebody secretly replaced my coffee with Folgers crystals, and I just couldn't. I, I just about lost my shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Clean take Ezra. Everybody breathe. Lion face. Err. Lion um, face. Ooh. Think Lakshmi. Think Lakshmi Singh. Right now. Channel your tattoo. All right. Just you and Terry. Three, two, one. Welcome to the OVW Podcast, the unofficial podcast of Hawaii Wrestling. This is a really special episode of Hawaii Wrestling, uh, the unofficial podcast of Hawaii Wrestling this week. We are going to be predicting everything, uh, at least, I guess, the next three months' worth of, of what we think will happen on Hawaii Wrestling Television, up through, I guess, what I will call the March pay-per-view, whatever it's called. For this the winter. Year. Yeah. Right. This is the winter predictions, the, and the we'll have months. spring predictions, and then we'll have summer predictions, and then we'll have autumn predictions. We'll be calling this by semester, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, for intents and purposes for this episode, I will be going as Heinstradamus. Okay. Okay. And I'll, a... I'll just still be Jackman Oaks. Sounds good. With a right. name like that, you gotta, you gotta stay on brand, baby. But stay off social media, apparently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> so be. why don't we start with the Trust belt me. scene? I'll, 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 let me, I'll, I'll say this, and then we'll, we'll jump into it for real. Um, I got recognized in public, not for the podcast, but for other things, and the, the, I was reminded very quickly why I stay off of social media. Um, oh, all right. Yeah. Okay, that's uh, cryptic. There we go. Um, all right. We'll My, save the, that story for the Patreon. I'm going to say here, first things first. EC3 yep. is out of the promotion by March. So, I don't know. I know Hans was completely checked out. I watched the two OVW shows from for the week of Christmas and the week of New Year's. And they showed both of the Nightmare Rumbles. First the women's, then the men's. 
I was surprised to see EC3 had a huge involvement in the 2023 Men's Nightmare Rumble. It came, yeah. that was actually the point where EC3 had his heel turn. Right before that, he was basically aligned against Pectacular and um, all of those guys. And that was basically the, the beginning of the, of the faction. Yeah, what became right. the faction started right there. So I think a year long stint is do we think that EC3 drops the belt on Saturday? I think that EC3 will be there. Or be my, square. My prediction, my prediction is that he's out by March. I'm going to be honest. I think that it's, that's me being optimistic. Um, I think more realistically, he's probably there until like the August. Summer? Yeah. Um, but I do think that, I do think that based on the main event of the last pay-per-view, the, the last show of the whole year, based on the reaction that that match got, it was cold. It was flat. It was flat. Like The we non-reaction, yeah. Pectacular is going to be able to... You're going to be able to hang your hat around him and really build stories around him because he is an OVW guy. Eventually, the idea of the outside guy coming into OVW is just going to have to be... For it to still be challenging and still put butts in seats, it's going to have to be either a completely different story or a completely different guy. For me, it's got to be a completely different guy. EC3 has run his course in OVW for me. I I totally agree. I mean, and to echo what you said, we were at Christmas Chaos, and when it was time to change the ring ropes for the the chains. Yeah, the chained oblivion match or whatever they called it. A third of the people left. Mm -hmm. And then I saw where they – where he was going to be part of the the pay-per-view coming up, and I just thought, for me, instinctively, this feels like it's over. Yes, with with he and and Mister Pactacular, it it feels like that was a natural culmination culmination of that story, and they should they should break up and see other people. Is pretty much what I'm saying. Well, and and what does it say about the the money that you're spending on someone like EC3 and the prominent spot that you're putting on, you're putting him in week in and week out. I've often referred to EC3's uh, Thursday Night Raw. There's no way that he doesn't have some sort of um, control over his segments. Like they feel so different than every other segment. I just think that for the money that you're spending on him and obviously the reaction that you're getting out of him, we're at a point of diminishing return here. If a third of the people, and what it comes down to is that OVW is playing with a whole new audience. Um, You know, two years ago, people would have never, well, a majority of the people there would have never gotten up before the main event because they were there to see the main event because they're there as wrestling fans to see wrestling. They're going to see all of it that they paid their money for. With KSR and Netflix and everything else, these aren't much more casual fans. These aren't wrestling fans. And not to the, they're, they're fans. They're there. They they're paid there. their yeah, money to they, sit in the yes, seat. Let's absolutely. not call them fans. Absolutely, absolutely. But they're they not, are a different sort of fan. Right. They are looking at the. They're looking at the scoreboard at the end of the game and saying, "Could we come back from this? No. We're going to go ahead and beat traffic." And unfortunately, to use that as a comparison, OVW is getting beat in the fourth quarter by EC3. 
Hmm. Interesting So we've had a lot to say about EC3 over the last few weeks. I just think for OVW, I mean, it's it's palpable on television that that match was flat. The the it it, it didn't go anywhere. It's and yet that's the match they chose to show during the break. They showed that dur- that was one of the matches they showed the first week of the break well because you're spending all this money on this guy who's supposed to be your biggest star and he's just not what you're he's not connecting with people the way he should be he's not the star that he thinks he is clearly um would love to have you buy ec3 so you can give me a noogie or whatever but like i just don't i just don't see i think his time is done in ovw yeah i don't have anything against anybody but in this particular situation i mean he did what he was brought in to do, mm-hmm. which was... Did he? Uh, well, I don't feel like... I feel like they were meant to get into those chains a little bit more than they did. Okay, I'm not talking about that match specifically, but I'm just talking about his presence in OVW. They brought him in at uh, the Big One 2022. Yep. And he has been part of the OVW and the title picture for about a year and a half now. And I kind of feel like that was probably the extent of his involvement. And if they plan on doing other things, that's awesome. But let's get to it and let's make them interesting. Because, I mean, I, I feel like Pectacular needs a new challenge. I feel like EC3 needs a new challenge. Like I said a minute ago, they need to break up and see other people. No offense. And I'm not going to pick sides. I love you both. So you think this gimmick is over? man i think it's been over man for a long time walk a walk all right no so- and, and i i would like to say before we completely move on that i think that this is a theme that we're going to run into a lot in this during the course of making predictions not only during this podcast but moving forward um during this series of podcasts is that ovw does have a deficit of talent at the top and it's been the same handful of guys at the top for a long time. And for some of those guys, I might disagree with it, but I, I overall get it. Like, I get where they're coming from. I get why they're on top. EC3 has been on top for 18 months, and I, I don't get it anymore. No. So I think that that's what I think that we can end there. Where do we want to go? I want to go, go on to. Well, uh, wait, wait. Uh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Before we go into anything else, I mm-hmm. meant to mention this at the top of the show, and I totally forgot. So my apologies, but we would like to offer our condolences to the veteran Jack Vaughn, who recently just lost his father right before the new year. Oh, so, I have no idea. Uh, yeah, that's, that's right. You're not, you're on, not social on social media. media. No it idea. was yesterday Seriously, he posted man, the news. That is so, that is awful. Yeah, yeah, we are we are terribly sorry for your loss, and uh, we we appreciate everything that you've done. And I know that dealing with that is difficult, but dealing with that during the holidays mm-hmm. is so much worse. Yeah, so. everybody named Brian on this podcast has lost their dad, yeah. so we know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and th- I I I do want to say, like, I had no idea. Thank you for sharing that, Brian, and lead as finding it out as a person for the first time, and as like on behalf of the podcast. Like, seriously, that. Sucks, man. I'm I'm, like, sorry. I'm so I, sorry. I thought for sure I'm you so knew sorry. because uh, you guys had gone back and forth all weekend, and I'm like, you guys are still blowing up my phone, and I'm trying to play video games at Eastgate Mall. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I, I kind of muted you guys for a while, and then I tried to circle back around to pick up what you guys were putting lot. down. And yeah, there was a lot, and it was it but ended up being is, like ten, eleven o'clock, and I was like, oh, I'm out. It's fine. This is a this, but this is the right moment to bring this up because yeah. do we feel like? 
the uh, you know Jack Vaughn has just given up the heavyweight title to our man Tony Gunn. Mm-hmm. Do we feel like that feud is over? Is Tony going to be? Because we know real one Enzo is, although I've not seen, he's not on the poster. No, and he's the, not for, on the roster for either. For the Nightmare Rumble, he's not on the he's not on the website. No. So I, like, I don't feel like he is out of that title picture at all. As a matter of fact, I think that you mean Vaughn here. Correct. I, I don't feel like the the veteran uh, will be counted out of that at all. Um, knowing enough about him, I know he's going to be after Tony Gunn as soon as he he takes care of what he needs to take care of and. Enzo just happens to be somebody who was in the right place at the right time and is sticking his nose in trying to uh, – he's trying to get that gold too. Everybody is. Sure. I think I actually – this is this is the, the feud that I have the most strong feelings on. And I, I'll, I'll say that <clears throat> this is maybe less of a prediction and more of a fantasy booking session on my part. But – I think that you keep Jack Vaughn out of that title picture, um, not because he doesn't deserve it, but I think that he he built such a great name for himself in Ohio Valley Wrestling uh, w- on the back of that title that he doesn't necessarily need it right now. You go in, you you have him squash three fucking undercard guys a month, and then you have him wrestle a great match at the pay per view um, against somebody that's up and coming. I think that that's I think that that's the best use of Jack Vaughn. I think that um, Enzo, real one, whatever he's called, possibly wins the Nightmare Rumble. Even though I think that that would be a mistake, I think that that's probably what we should do. So he would then go into a program with Tony Gunn. You probably get like three to four matches out of that. By that time, Cal Hero has lost the Rush Division Championship. Tony Gunn and Cal Hero have. Tons of story with each other, both his allies and his enemies. I think that Cal Hero's first title shot at the OVW Heavyweight Championship is against a heel Tony Gunn. Hmm. How do you think they make the heel turn? Um, well, your only, the, your only other option is that you try to get a heavyweight title angle out of... Um, out of two babies and that's just not how OVW tells stories. I think what you do is is you just you capitalize on some of the old heat that Tony Gunn and Cal Hero have had. Like these guys have oodles and oodles of stories. I would also like to say that when Cal Hero challenges the first time, he loses. Well of course. To Tony Gunn. A heel Tony Gunn. And then he goes off and maybe you bring Jack Vaughn in, in a little bit of a different package or you've built somebody else um, into that 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 title scene at that point but um i think that i like i said this ain't this ain't a fantasy or a prediction as much as a fantasy booking but i think that tony gunn is right for a heel turn and i think that it's got to be cal hero that brings that change out of him and i think that cal hero needs a title shot at the big one within the by august basically what if it were to go the other way and Tony Gunn brings the heel turn out of Cal Hero. I would love to see Cal Hero do. I'd love to see him take on kind of a bad boy image, wear a leather leather uh, leather jacket. I think it'd be great. What do you think, Jackman? I I am curious to how 
I'm curious to how he would be received as a heel, I guess. Not that he couldn't do it, but we've never seen him do it. Um, well, I mean, the kid's 22 years old. Yeah, but I, I guess I just wonder, like, when he's a heel, or if he's ever a heel, like, is, does that kill any goodwill that he's ever had? I think if they did the heel turn like a rebel without a cause kind of thing, where he's just sort of angry rebellious, world, yeah, yeah, angry, and then he can that gives him the redemption arc. I just, I just, I'm afraid of the Cal Hero heel, heel turn. Heel turn. I'm afraid of the Cal Hero heel turn. In terms of that, uh, I think that it kills all of the momentum that he's he's ever had. I just don't know. I don't know how you get him back to being a baby. Well, I um, mean, it's a it's a tale as old as time. To, uh, I mean, you know, wrestling is all about the turn and the turn and the turn. To everything, turn, 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 turn. 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 Yes. So, and we do think that this is the belt, the heavyweight, yes, Jackman, yes, every turn, turn. Um, we do think that this is the belt that the, the Nightmare bir- The birds sucked until they started playing country. That's a fact. Okay, go on. Um, <laughs> the bird is the word, man. Interesting. Everybody knows All about right. the bird. <laughs> so, the heavyweight belt will be the belt that the Nightmare Rumble is about, the men's Nightmare Rumble, right? Not the national. We're going to leave that for... I think that the national is, um, I think it's a little too part-timey right now. Yeah, and, and it's kind of its own thing. It's mm-hmm. almost, it feels... It almost exists outside of Ohio Valley. It's on Ohio Valley Wrestling Television, but it's so <coughs> insulated of a picture. It's almost an NWA thing. Yeah. It's, it's, well, it's just like, it's either Jesse, ver- it's Jesse versus somebody. It's never eight guys have a shot at it. It's Jesse versus somebody. Until Jesse mm-hmm. wins it back. And then it's Jesse versus somebody until Jesse wins it back. So it, like, basically what you're saying is uh, that's Jesse's belt. It is. I wish I had Jesse's belt. Why can't I find a belt like that? Um, I watched Boogie Nights recently. Have you seen Boogie Nights recently? You asked me about this a while ago, and the answer is still no. I you haven't should, seen it in like 20-some years. You should rewatch it. It's Th- really good. Does it that's have anything to do with Jesse's belt? That It has something to do with Jesse's girl. Okay. So would you like to hear my prediction? Sure. Let's do it. I think that um, our good friend Jack Vaughn will enter number one in the Nightmare Rumble and Hmm. win it. And I think Jack Vaughn and Tony Gunn are not done. No. That's my prediction. I think Enzo, I think you have, I think somebody, while we're talking about the Nightmare Rumble as a singular event, I think you have somebody like a Jack Vaughn but not necessarily Jack Vaughn, um, who goes a really, really far away. I'm not saying number one and number 30, but let's say number eight, 12 to 30, and then Enzo comes out at the end, and he wins. Well, He pulls I'm, some Doink the Clown bullshit, and lo and behold, ta-da, you're the winner. Well, I mean, I just, you, what, the way that Enzo is, the way that he will be portrayed against Tony Gunn, inevitably is you have to bring him in as a smarmy kind of loud mouth. Yeah. Yeah. He had, he has to screw Cause that is his strongest point. Yeah. He can, he can come in by winning at 30. He can come in and really make somebody who just went, uh, you know, did the, the Iron Man performance by saying, Oh, well this guy's a part-timer. He's only here for gold. Like, you know, it's, I think, I think the smart thing to do is Enzo comes in late like 28 to 30 range and Enzo wins after somebody did an Iron Man. I'm not saying number one to number 30, but like five to eight to 12 to sure. 30. Like, yeah. So 
Holly, last year's the tw- well, yeah, now it is last year. La- the twenty three women's Nightmare Rumble. Haley J entered number one and won it. Just so we're all clear, this is a trope that that OVW is is known to do. Well, I mean that's that is the point of the Royal Rumble match, or is for Rumble somebody style. to come in first and beat everybody. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sure. Or for someone to come in last and beat the person who just beat everybody. Yeah. Plus, OVW does have the extra little thing where they bring somebody back. Yeah, yeah. But that's probably one of my favorite parts about the Rumble style match. You don't know who is going to be. Yeah, I mean, you might assume that you know most of the people, but every once in a while, somebody will come in that you've completely forgotten about, and you'll get that pop. And you know, maybe actually, they'll make a big splash, and maybe not. I think that there's kind of a perfect person on the roster to bring in in that Iron Man spot uh, that I was talking about because people will be so excited to see him back, be pissed whenever he loses. Um, it's Isaiah. Oh, yeah. You get he your... was a big part of last year. They they were pushing him hard. Well, if you remember, he came and helped Team OVW during the the match at the big one. And I was still new enough that I, I was like, what's yeah. that? <laughs> now well, I've watched enough back catalog that I kind of know that that's sort of his thing is to. I'm just surprised that, that that we didn't see him. Honestly, if we can go back to one of our podcasts where I thought that Cashflow's mystery partner was going to be Isaiah. I remember that. Um, and that's because I was trying to deny the inevitable of what I was going to get really mad about. And I'm still really mad about was that it was going to be Maul Balashira. But yep, on, you are. on that point. Mahabai Shira and Cashflow turn heel. I think Cashflow is definitely turning heel. He's already getting the 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 strut and the 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 grin. Like I I, I can I'm smelling a, a heel turn at least for Cashflow. Well, and I'll, I'll I've said this on this podcast. Name me one way that the Golden Lions, Mahabai Shira and Cashflow are baby faces, other than that people cheer for them. They don't wrestle like babies, like they like they don't they don't they don't really have anything about them that would suggest that they're baby faces other than people cheer for them instead of boo them. So I think that there's only so much goodwill in the world, um, and we we have a really good opportunity to teach some of these newer fans about like what heartbreak is in wrestling by ton- turning cash flow and Mahabai Shira heels at least one of the two of them, if not both of them, as a unit. I just think that that's like... I think I hadn't really thought about them kind of going as a unit, but it makes sense. Malabali Shira has been a heel more than he's been a face this whole time. Hmm. I don't know. I'm going to have to think on that. Let's come back and talk more about the tag scene in a minute. But let's... uh, We've got a whole other Nightmare Rumble and a whole other championship. Let's talk about a good friend, Frey the Slayer, the women's champion. Um, And the women's Nightmare Rumble. I think... I thought it was interesting that she won um, in the match where Haley was the special guest referee. Sure. Um, I thought I thought that it was maybe not the best time for Tiffany to lose, um, which kind of makes me think that, unfortunately, Freya is maybe what, in lay business, they call a transitional champion. Sure. I'm not sure who comes and takes it off of her. I just don't know how long for the world is this title reign is this so we do is. know that there is a street fight between Haley J and Tiffany Nuevez at the Nieves. Nightmare Rumble Nieves. Nieves 
Sorry. My apologies. And if Nieves. you're a fan of Tiffany Nieves, stay tuned to this feed. Stay tuned For to this real. very feed. Is it a Sesame Street fight match? I would love to see one of those. I mean, <laughs> they've got the, the garbage the, can. Use cookies and the letter B yeah. and just go Th- crazy. This match has been brought to you by the letter B for beatdown. Um, I mean, it would make perfect sense. Al said that he was Kermit the Frog. No, I, look, you, you've already convinced me. So There's your good idea for the day, kids. I am on the OV, OV Wrestling um, Facebook page. Okay. Uh, and I, along now that we're talking about the women's division and the women's Nightmare Rumble, I've got some people who are coming to the Rumble that where they've confirmed on their social media. Want to just want to get if you guys have heard of these people and if you have what your thoughts are. Okay. So we've got uh, Jamin Olivincara Olivencia. Yeah, Olivencia. Um, oh wait, that is. Can you order that at the Olive Garden? That looks to be a gentleman who's going to be in the... No, no. Well, it's so dark, it's hard to tell. There he is with uh, Certified Luke Curtis. Okay, so we'll just leave that one. Uh, lovely Miss Larkin. Have we heard of Lovely Miss Larkin? Mm, I don't believe I have. It sounds like we've got some research to do before the Nightmare yeah. Rumble. And she, uh, she, she, she seems to like the color pink based on the video that I'm seeing. Well, you'll have that. And we will, if you look for, if you go to, if you don't want to find uh, OV, the, re, the actual OVW social media, go to our fan site and we will uh, put those in there. Let's see, who else do we have here? How would they find that fan site? It's out there on, uh, just search, um, search for OVW or unofficial OVW fan site on Facebook. So what about Lilith Grimm? The I lady did see where she was coming in, but no. I. That's the lady with the Warhammer. Uh, she was in the Nightmare Rumble last year. Badass. So, yeah, and in fact, in the video that she, ha- she has, she is in her ring gear, and her Warhammer is actually flaming, like it is on fire. It is, it, it, it is the ass is definitely bad. Um, and I, I've seen her compete a little in the Rumble a couple years ago, or from last year, and yeah, she, she's an interesting competitor. And then we've got, oh, um, do we know a lady named Hollingshead? Mm. She wears, she's got some gray face makeup on. She looks like she should be in the Fallen. I think I have seen her, actually. No. So, new faces, certainly in the women's division. We have have our um, work cut out for us over the next couple of days. We We, do. We need to. There will be research and and what have you and and stuff. One one thing I would like to, I guess, kind of um, moving... Uh, forward a little bit so that we don't sound like complete boobs on here, uh, <laughs> not knowing anybody who's coming to boobs. the Nightmare Rumble. Um, I think that newly crowned Kentucky boy, country, Kentucky country boy heavyweight champion, Star Rider. Easy for you to say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, cut in Mal- Malachi, just fi- figure out which order those words are supposed to go in and just cut around it. Um, yeah. I think that it's time for him to have a lengthy title run. This is the one guy um, on the uh, that's a current champion that I say, let's 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 get let's let him go, you know, let's let him go. Um, he gets insane pops. Yeah, he really does. Like and the crowd loves him. He's 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 as reliable as a worker possibly can be. He gets a great crowd reaction. Um, I just think that, especially with the other reigns that you've had with that championship, it would be a disservice to Star Rider to cut his short. Sure. Um, yeah, and he's 
he's worked really hard and he deserves it. He yeah. he deserves a yeah. good long title run. And here's to you, Star Rider. I hope that you get that. Well, and it's time for a baby to be to kind of have that championship too. Well, yeah. I mean, um, Crixus was kind of a baby. Yeah, but he's badass. He he totally was um, one of the biggest baby faces in the whole place. But Superior Tony Evans was is such a nuclear heel that <laughs> I think it's just time, you know, for us to. We like Country Boy, um, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. We we want we want our partners here in the bluegrass to be um, accepted as heroes, not sure. as villains. So I think it's maybe a good time for. The, that particular belt to have a long, lengthy babyface reign, and I can't think of anybody better than Star Rider to do it. Can't think of another babyface on the roster that deserves it more, um, and is like perfect for the way that that belt is portrayed. It's prestigious, but it's not the big biggest belt on the roster. You know, it's perfect for a guy like Star Rider. Yeah. So if we ever get him in here, we uh, we need to ask if that comes with. Uh, a supply of country boy uh, assorted products and uh, will he share this has been a um, that question be- of ours for a long time yeah. well our very first or our yeah our very first interview was the with Crixus when he was the reigning con- uh, country boy Kentucky heavyweight champion that's true yeah we weren't very good at this thing back then <laughs> No, we so hope to get him back and Freya. Like, we, uh, poor yeah. Freya. Yeah, seriously, she Freya, was, Freya and Crixus taught us so much about how to do this thing the right way. And Freya, nobody has gotten a shorter end of what we know to do now than Freya. We cannot wait to have her yeah. back. Seriously. Yeah, Freya. Freya was actually our first interview. Like yeah. we released Crixus first because it was we had gotten better about about it even after that first one with Freya. Like yeah. we were we better. Are, we are marginally better now. We are yeah. we are slowly we are slowly creeping up towards the biggest, acceptable. The biggest jump we ever made quality wise was between the first and the second interview we ever did. Yeah. Uh, everything everything <laughs> past that has been decent at best. Just, but just we're like I say we're slowly moving up towards acceptable. So kind of back to the. Um, guess that I had made about Cal Hero moving forward and going into the OVW Heavyweight Championship title picture. I think he can't do that without losing that belt, the Rush Division belt. TW3. Gotta lose it at TW3. Oh, that would be great. I'd love to see TW3 get and the belt. We were talking kind of like a baby versus baby thing. I think that that, that is, if, we're, if we want to see baby versus baby angle, it's those two guys. They can put on a hell of a show. I'd love to see like a two out of three thing with them, you know, like, yeah. you know, just two out of three falls, maybe. Well, no, I just mean like a series, a like series, the, a best of three or a best of five like the world series, because those guys could, those guys could put on without they, they stipulations, without, yeah. without anything, just a legitimate story, bell to bell story, no belts. Uh, I mean the big belt, but no, um, belt whippings, no yeah. <laughs> fireballs. No hangings, no mace, yeah. no ambulances. Just like I want to see Cal um, reestablish himself as a mat guy. Yeah, I think that there's no better way to do that than with someone like TW3. I think we a could, series between the two of them would burn it down. And I think that TW, I think that's the perfect way for Cal Hero to lose that belt is valiantly at the last minute of like a best of three or a best of five. Like really, kind of push yeah. it to the, yeah. the outer limits, and then of that course would be solid. they, you know, they hug each other, they shake each other's hand at the end. There's no hard feelings, and you see that the fight wasn't 
the fight was just about the belt and the integrity of the sport. It, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't yeah. about animosity yeah, towards your yeah. opponent. It was about, can I beat you? Am I better than you today? Yeah. And whoever wins, you know, just be a celebration of, hey, we went this far. You did it fair and square. Congratulations. We don't there, have to talk about each other's there, mom. Yeah, there needs yeah. to be confetti, and there needs to be, like, Champagne, like when Hogan won the belt from the Iron Sheik, which is almost 40 years ago. This It's 40 years ago this month. About 40, 40 years and three weeks to be exact. I think we will um, I think we will try to cover that in a watch-along segment. We should. I think We that, definitely should. Yeah, I think that that would be... I mean, we we we, we want to try to do kind of the watch-alongs as a different thing, I guess. So Yeah, it's, it's still in the same vein, but it's, you know, it's like... Regular Doritos versus Cool Ranch Doritos, or sometimes Flaming Hot Doritos. But before I forget, have you ever had Flaming Hot Cool Ranch Doritos? Because those exist and they're amazing. Ew, Wouldn't that just really? be kind of lukewarm Doritos? No, they it's the it's a whole different thing altogether. But they are so is the hot side hot and the cool side cool like the McDLT? Like the McDLT? Yeah. No, no. Wow. I mean, you're old enough to get that reference, Hans. I am surprised you got that one, Jack. Yeah, I am Very too. Good. So good um, job. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the McDLT commercial yeah. in general. <laughs> um, and before I forget, T-Dub, I still got that VCR working. If you've got some uh, old 80s tapes from back in the day, we come over and watch We'll Grill Out or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I watch, think we should we call- can watch Break Into Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Right. I feel like that's. I feel like if anybody's got a VHS copy of that, it's TW3. I, I wouldn't be surprised, and I, my VHS collection is pretty limited right now. I'm starting back over from scratch. I don't know what I have, and the. Um, the I have a copy of Boogie Nights. You can have mm. on VHS. Oh yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I think we should call this match between TW3 and uh, Cal Hero the uh, the uh, Wisconsin Classic. Yeah. Because that you know, and I love that they merch together. That's, I like to call them that, the Wisconsin Corner when yeah. I go when I go hang out. That's kind of cheesy, but you know what? I dig it. Yeah, we have we have signed p- uh, p- pictures of both of them behind you. Actually, yeah, that's true. We do. Do um, we feel like we said everything about the women's title, by the way, in the women's division? Mm, um, no. Do we feel like where do we do? So we don't feel like Freya, un- unfortunately, is going to keep that belt long term. Do you think it's going back to Tiffany? I think that they drop it on a television just for the sake of dropping it on a TV. Hmm. Like um, OVW usually only changes belts other than that house show. Except for when they don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's usually doesn't happen on TV a lot unless it's like a emergency. I think that Freya loses it on TV just to kind of remind people, hey, anything can happen. This is why you show up to Davis Arena. This is why you tune in to us on Fight or on uh, your local access provider. You know, anything can happen. All right. So do we have more to say about the belt, about the tag team champions and the tag team scene? I really feel like that Beaches and Cream are going to, well, I just love them. So I just, uh, I, I want people to stop booing them, please. But what do you guys think? Uh, as far as the tag team division goes, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know, man. Uh, I think I still think it, it's a three-way fight between the, the Golden Lions, Beaches and Cream, Keith, and um, uh, the Overman. You want, me to, you want me to predict it? You want me to fantasy book it? Well, yeah, as long as you label them properly, you can do both. Predict- prediction is that Beaches and Cream and, and the Golden Lions go back and forth for uh, quite some time. 
Um, I think that's probably the two hottest things that you have going in that division. I don't see that momentum going anywhere. I don't think it has to go anywhere. I would be fairly entertained by that, in all honesty. My fantasy booking of it is cash flow turns heel on Mahabali Shira, and they're forced to defend the titles together. While they hate each other. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's love. That would fix a lot y'all of that. Can, y'all can have that one. <laughs> y'all come back now. Here. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing, I mean, if it were me and just whatever pops into my head and what I think would be entertaining to me, I would love to see the Fallen get into that conversation and take a crack at yeah. it. Because, I mean, really, as far as two-person two teams Fantasy or three-person teams, I don't see anybody out there in OVW that is as tight a unit as those those guys, the Rev and ZDP and uh, uh, Damone Salavino. As much as I tried to dislike them at the kind of, you know, four, four or five months ago, I was not high on them. I actually probably couldn't agree more. I wouldn't have come to that conclusion myself, but if we're trying to deviate those belts in a completely different direction, you put them on you. Yeah, it's got to be the fallen. Yeah, I think, and so, I think they deserve it. Well, on on a similar related note, um, let's talk about the fact that OVW's social media presence has been dropping videos attributed to dysfunction for months, hmm. like the "We see you" and conspiracies, and we're going to destroy everything. So. There's got to be a push coming from for them somewhere. Oh, I would think so. I mean, you can't make videos about cutting the tags off of mattresses for like four or five months and then just not, not. deliver yeah. and not cut the tags off of mattresses. I mean, that's just... You're a wild man, Brian. I know, yeah, I know. I think actually he's suggesting that the... What's their name? Dysfunction? Dysfunction. Sorry, I'd already forgotten. Um, I, I think that he was suggesting that they're about as dangerous in the tag team division as cutting a mattress off of your, uh, cutting the tag off your mattresses. I see. Oh, well. I no, that wasn't up. exactly what I had in mind. Uh, I just kind of feel like they're, they're, they're being teased and we'll, we'll just see whether, I mean, shit or get off the pot at some point. Uh, so one more little uh, tidbit to toss into this discussion. The tag thing is... Um, one member of the Overman, the, the tag team Overman of Luke Curtis and Joe Mack, that being Shout the person out. of what up certified, yeah, uh, certified Luke Curtis. Um, I, I don't know if you guys saw, but he was at a certain uh, promotion in yes, Connecticut. He was mm-hmm. uh, hanging out with an enormous uh, belt of a different promotion that mm-hmm. we don't talk about because we're the unofficial podcast of the OVW. But we will, but he was in, there. This, in this instance, give credit where credit is due. If, yes. If, that, if there was one guy that I think is the textbook version of what that promotion is looking for, I think it is Luke Curtis right now. Yeah. I think he's, I think he's got charisma for days. I think he's... Um, like he he's sells really those solid, moves. I think he's a really solid wrestler. Like mm-hmm. wrestler, uh, he's good on the mic. Yeah, he's um, great on the mic. He's he is a a very chiseled. Um, right, he's definitely got the look. He's very very. But I guess I was gonna say he's he's a unformed piece of clay. He's a very good looking unformed piece of clay. But I do think that that he has all the potential in the world, and it just it's just gonna take somebody to give him. 
the rock gimmick. Yeah, no, the, just he just needs he just needs something. Foot else. in the door. He just needs something. He needs he needs. It's time for him to a valet. No, no, no. I, it's he just needs he needs to get Joe Mac off his back. Uh, I don't know. Uh, no, 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 no. You guys are trying to get me bait me into saying things I'm not trying to say, and I won't stand for it this time. Um, well, then sit there. But <laughs> no, he just needs he needs something at that somebody at the next level can give him in terms right. of of whittling well, and- whittling something away from him to unlock what is obviously there. Hmm. I don't yeah, because he if anyone is ready for the next level, it is certified Luke Curtis. And yeah, and I just think that he has the skill set for to really thrive and flourish under that particular. And Luke, if you're listening, just don't remember, don't forget the little people when you're when you're <laughs> in the next level of places we don't actually talk about much. Seriously, seriously, no. Well, that that brings up an interesting point. I did see that, and I forgot about it. I think I even mentioned something. I, I sent him a message on uh, Instagram, but uh, yeah, as that, did I. That uh, brings up an interesting point, and we've been skirting around this the whole entire time. We've been talking. What in the world do you think Mick Foley is going to do? Or Seems like a good time to talk about yeah, it. Sure. Yeah. This is supposed to what, be a what, predictions podcast. What is he going to be doing at the Nightmare Rumble. Do so, you think he's just going to be selling Sockos? Uh, I'm going to buy one. Stories? If he's there selling them, yeah. You bet your ass I am. We'll buy four. But uh, I I think... I don't know, to be honest. Because Mick Foley is Mick Foley. And you want him to be there every week. And you want... Sure. Yeah, we, you give want, him an apartment over the Davis Arena. Yeah, he'll yeah. take it. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. want you want someone like Mick Foley as he is. He's not a WWE guy. He's a no. wrestling guy. Like yeah. he's a wrestling fans guy. Um, he is such a asset to have. We 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 saw him speak. Right, you were there yeah, that we, evening. We, you were, we weren't together. No, but we we, we were. We were this both was prior there, yes. to this podcast. In we, fact, we had known each other, but three people in this room were at that Mick Foley performance. I, you, me, and Malachi. Malachi I, I was, was meant to, and yeah, it was supposed to be you and Trey, but instead it was me and Malachi. Right, and I ended up doing something else for somebody who didn't appreciate it. But I I saw Mick Foley years before that. Give in, us in some Covington. scoop. Nah, nah, it's not worth it. <laughs> but while we're on the subject, he Mick Foley has a very distinct look. And these days, it's mostly graphic T-shirt, much like I'm wearing, and a Hawaiian shirt of sorts. Now, two things I'm noticing about the Nightmare Rumble poster are Mick Foley is wearing Cactus Jack attire. That's and the flannel. Yeah, okay. the, the red flannel, and such as I'm wearing bang bang. here, and he's doing the bang bang. Okay. And the poster itself resembles uh, season th- Stranger Things Season 4. Are you saying that uh, he is going to be... Um, um, Thing, things could turn upside down. I don't know. He's going to be overrated because he's never been overrated. No. I don't know. I, I, just an observation. He's going to be Vecna, right? Do I, do I think that these two right. things are related? Not necessarily. He's going to get his hand chopped off and his eye gouged out, and everybody's going to try to get him because they give them real powers. Isn't that what happened to Brave Sir Robin? Well, he ran away. Well, yeah, Brave Sir Robin ran away, away, but, I mean, didn't, like, wasn't his eye plucked out and his whatever and there was a whole list yeah there was a whole list is this like a fucking book or something Uh, Uh, python on the holy grail man oh yeah i don't watch that shit 
Well, we got to fix that. I watch, I watch comedies, guys. Come on. Oh, <laughs> oh I, knew, so, I, knew, I knew that one would get you guys. I, d- I like Monty Python. I, I really do. I just knew, I knew that one was going to get you guys. Dick, party of one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know what I like about that joke more. The joke itself or how much Brian loved it after he said it. I think He's still loving it. I it's like a whole McDonald's ad yeah. commercial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we're done. Shut it off, Malachi. That's it. Shut it. We're, Shut it. we're done. We're we're no, no, no. I'm, I'm, ser- I'm, I'm done. No, I'm serious. No, I'm done. I'm done. Oh, no, no. You guys think I'm really bad. No, I'm not. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not really bad. I'm not. I promise. I'll, I may have seen I'll put my headphones back on. I just have. I just naturally kind of sound angry and have what the kids call resting bitch face. I'm not. I, you have I, resting bitch voice. You have resting dick voice. Yeah, that's what that is. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, I I think Mick Foley, he's there to pop a number. No matter what you see him, he has one of the most diehard fan bases. Period. I mentioned us seeing him at that live speaking show just to say that. He, which was a delight. I loved that show. Thank you very much, Hans, for giving me the opportunity. That's to all go. right, man. I saw him once before. I know how good he is. But as soon as he's as soon as he's on stage, the guy had to. This is a guy who you have seen do incredible things with his body. Mm-hmm. He had to have someone put a box down on the stage as a stair for him because he could not fully extend his leg all the way up. It didn't matter that he could barely move the guy oozes charisma from the moment that you saw him. He, his, the entirety of everyone there was in the palm of his hands. That's why you have someone like Mick Foley come to an event, even and if I it's was, just for tonight, even if we it's were just on for the, a night, we were on the front front row. Like I could have literally like reached up and, and hit him with the people's elbow. Yeah. Um, had I had access to a people's elbow, I only have mine. Um, so here's the thing. I would expect that Mick Foley coming to the nightmare rumble is a one-off except everything about that announcement was like i'm gonna be doing a bunch of stuff and i'll explain kind of what gets started when i see you and That's, do we really think it's going to be an ongoing thing do we think we're going to see him multiple times over the next few months i i don't know i i think that i think he's there to pop a number and he will so he's going to drop a deuce. He um he might do that. I heard he's a big fan of Whataburger, so he probably is working on something. Um but the the I hate to sound like I'm a dumb mark and that I'm getting worked. But I do think that there is a lot of uh suggestion in his statements thus far that this is not a one-off appearance. Right. He's like I will explain my role. Like this is just the introduction. How, having said that, I do think that you put Mick Foley on a poster so that you can sell tickets to. Well, yeah, he's a draw. Yeah, that's that, the, that is well, the sure. industry term that applies. I, I just i I could see it going either way. I just would hate to sound like a dumb Mark and um, be like, "No, he's gonna. He said it, so that means it's true. He's gonna be there for a long time, guys." Like, I don't know. I could really see it either way, though. I really could. It just doesn't seem likely, but I'd love it. I Maybe mean, he's going to be like a special MC for the night, like, and it's going to be like Battle of the Network Stars or something. I don't know. Well, I mean, there's less than a week for we'll we'll we'll, we'll get to see the man himself live yeah. in person. So bang bang, have a nice day. Mm-hmm. Indeed, we will have a nice day. Is that is that by my estimation? We're about we've covered 
a lot of basically. So we've everything. covered every we, belt. We've uh, covered the events. both both the big belts. We've covered the women's belt, mm-hmm. the tag country belts, boy the country boy belt, the mm-hmm. rush belt. So that's all of them. Is there any stories outside of the belts that we want that we think we're confident enough? Oh, I know what we want to talk about. Let's talk about Dream Girl Ellie. Oh yeah, come yeah, becoming yeah. May, who seems to be becoming Nightmare Girl Ellie. Or I really loved your Mean, mean Girl, Girl Ellie. Ellie. That was that was great. Yeah, yeah thank she, you. She can. Ha- I'll speak for you, Brian. So she can have that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <coughs> that, that's our gift to you. <coughs> yes, because her and 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 uh, oh, her uh, her traveling partner Orion, uh, they both have gone <coughs> formerly uh, Blanco Loco. They've gone through a big transition. What do we think about? Do we think they're going to get a push in OVW? Do we think they're going that we might see them elsewhere? Where, where do we? Uh, yes, well, and yes. We know that they have a big 2024 ahead of them. Oh, um, yeah, definitely. I do think right now Orion looks like a world killer. Yeah. Like, I, I just I think it would be a shame to lose him, but if he's chasing other opportunities, I would never. I would yeah, never expect him, him not to. You no, know? no, no. But I do think that right now, with the way he looks, yeah, he, and the gimmick change, they've both grown leaps and bounds. Yeah, I really think that I really think it would be a shame to lose him right now because it does seem like he is he's at the top of his game. Like he, he seems like uh, he's developed into quite the ring general. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, with Dream Girl Ellie, I I would not have changed her at this point. Um, I still don't really know where that whole thing is going. Uh, I I could see either way that within three weeks she's back to the old Dream Girl Ellie, or in six months she's back to the old Dream Girl Ellie after a great you know storyline. But right now, I just need a little bit of time to figure out if that thing has any momentum or legs because right now it just seems a little aimless for me personally. I don't know. It'll be interesting <coughs> to see where uh, these stories pick up when we get our first installment of the new year this coming Thursday. Your birthday present. Uh, damn right it is. And, uh, yeah, I think we will be there as well. So uh, the three of us uh, will be going there. So looking forward to getting back to the action. I do have something I have to do. Um, it's a rally um, to remember some very brave people. Um, that did something really historic on January 6th, but I think I still will have the time to get to Davis Arena that night after that rally. Don't, it's kind of a secret thing, but. Oh boy. Yeah. All right. So one thing, one more thing I want to do this evening before we go, gentlemen, is. EC3 will be there. Are you taking pictures of us? I am now, yeah, I'm now taking pictures of my phone because we are actually live in the unofficial oh. OVW fan site. Hey. Okay. So, uh, guys, if you're seeing this video, uh, we're, I don't know if anybody will show up or not, but uh, I'm going to stick in. I thought we'd stick in here a few minutes. I want to talk about the fan site. We, uh, oh, now, you're t- now he's taking a picture of me. One, one of my hobbies is taking pictures of people taking pictures, and it has been... Hey Dustin, welcome to the stream. We this is our hey, first Dustin. Time. Hey, this is uh, so this will actually be in the OVW podcast tomorrow. Uh, this is being recorded, and uh, there's Pat. Pat has watched hey, us. Hey Pat, really? Hey yep. Pat, that's where it's at. So uh, welcome everybody, and uh, just kind of showing everybody off. And there's oh look, senior producer Victor has arrived oh, in the video. Hey. 
Hey, what's hey, up, Victor, man? Hey, Victor, we're this. You're gonna love this episode, man. This this has been the best episode we've ever done. I promise. This is. I want to see this business. This is high quality stuff that we've really we've is this really managed to put together around here. Hey, look. Oh, that's kind of weird. We're watching us as we're doing this because <laughs> you're recording us, and I'm recording you recording us, and I'm watching us. Being I'm recorded pretty sure by we're going to generate a black hole if we keep this I up. I was going to say, yeah. I don't, uh, this we're, is exactly we're definitely why I'm mess not up on the space time media. continuum for sure. Oh, shit like this. Wait a minute. I just realized. Wait, what? Oh. You know what? There he is, folks. Malachi, P.S. Woodard, baby. Yeah. And now that we have him on camera, remind the folks at home what P.S. stands for because I'm a Purely dad. Purely sexy. Crooked. Yeah, it's not really something I can I can say. I love that he get, he just st- sits there giving me the smoldering look. Smoldering? Talk he's about just, deer in headlights. That's what I'm saying, man. He's just smoldering. Because even when he's trying to look mad, he's he's got he's like it's like he's like Mecha he, Malachi, Mecha Heine Ho. He's mad in that Mecha way Malachi, that like he's like Mecha disappointed Heine in you, but like he's gonna make sure that like you do better next time. No, no, that's the look of a feral cat who is going to claw your damn face off for getting too close to them. Nah, so he's, watch out. He's he's strong but gentle, like. What is he, a toilet paper? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he's Charmin. He's one of the shitter bears or something. No, he's a uh, he's a a main character from a book that Fabio was on in the nineties. So he's a romance novel. Yeah, he's he's strong but gentle. He's firm where it needs to count, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so folks, um, Wrap wow. it up. Yeah, we'll wrap this up shortly. But we were requested a couple like of I our said, people. Like I said, Victor, this is the best episode we've ever recorded. I promise. It's going to be great for sure. As far as you know. So, so yeah, we were asked to. Uh, uh, we were asked if there was an OVW fan site, and there was one existing on Facebook, but nobody had done anything with it since 2017. Okay. And uh, when I tried to email, when I tried to message the admin, they they didn't answer. I assume they're just not on <laughs> Facebook anymore, so, or at least not with that account. So yeah, it's pretty much abandoned. Wheel. So now we've created our own. Uh, oh, there's uh, Miranda Jenkins has joined us. Women don't listen to this. Don't lie to me. I, I mean, I, I, it <laughs> says Miranda uh, Jenkins. I don't know what you want. Welcome, Miranda. Thanks yeah, for joining seriously, us. Seriously, I'm done. Greetings, aloha, thanks, thanks, and happy thank new you, year, Miranda. So uh, this and and so if you're listening and you're not a member of the OVW uh, unofficial the unofficial OVW fan site is what it's called. And if we could just, I just would like to clarify this for for my own understanding. This is this is about this is a place for fans of Ohio Valley Wrestling to congregate, not for fans of this podcast. We would love if people from this podcast congregated here, but it's it's not just about it's not a thing that we're doing for us we have our own social yeah. media pages this yeah. is this is this for, is for the fans yeah. we're, we're kind of moderating it yeah. and, and and helping it grow jason and neil have both joined us in the last while you were talking what so up? welcome to them this one's for the children and i believe that the children are our future if you teach them well you can let them lead the way yeah. i think that's, that's show them all they, the beauty that they possess inside mm-hmm. and, and other things yeah so yeah uh come and join us and yeah this isn't for us this isn't you know self-masturbatory of any sort this is just a place no we have a whole podcast to masturbate exactly i mean we're we're all white you know vague well we're middle-aged you're still a young guy jackman but uh Mm, but uh we we why do you think why do you think since we went on video i started wearing a hat it's because my my hair doesn't look very middle-aged it's it's coming in pretty gray oh boy yeah at least it's still coming in yeah that's true i'll take that i'll take that 
All right, so I'm going to go ahead and finish this live video. Thanks so much, everybody, for joining us. And you can see our entire 2024 predictions show uh, on in the podcast feed in the morning. And, and as uh, well as the full Al Snow video. Yes, I'm going to get that posted to the YouTube <clears throat> channel, so look for that. Be ready for tons of your mom jokes. It really, yeah. Don't don't take a drink every time the man makes a your mama joke. You will die. No, and I had to stress to my son that I did not make any of the your mom jokes because he wanted to know what my my joke was, and I was like, huh, huh, hold up, I didn't make any your mom jokes. They all and came. Wesley from the big just joined himself. us. Hello. Also, don't don't shut try up, Wesley. To, don't try to drink every no, time Wesley, Al Snow says. Don't try to drink every time Al Snow makes a your mom joke, and don't try to drink with Al Snow. No. That man can drink, yeah. to be sure. Um, and I... I mean... I'm no slouch. No. I don't, I'm not very talented at a lot of things. I'm not very smart. I'm not, oh. I've never been very pretty, but I've been always pretty good at drinking. And Al Snow can fucking lay it down, baby. OVW star Digat Bundles, the hustler, has no, hustled his no, way no. into hey. the live chat. Hey. What's up, no, man? No, 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 We no. We were talking earlier today. My brother hooked me up a, with a sweet uh, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out shirt for Christmas, and I made sure to send him a picture because we were talking about Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. In so, fact, what's in generally, up, I think uh, that we really have to start doing some... Uh, Playing some wrestling video games on stream. Yeah. I think yeah. that, that, that is important, yeah. and we need to do that very soon. I'm going to take yes, my... yes, welcome to Get. We are so, so proud so to have just you. Just to confirm, yeah. Thanks for joining us. is live in our stream right now. I mean, he was. He could have left. So the he, notification says he's there. He at least knows that I exist. He does. So there's a potential chance he's heard... As I understand it, 50% of our podcast uh, broadcast team has to get Brundle's phone number. Oh, so not to not to brag on anybody who also was named Brian. So we're I hate to wrap. There's now six people in the chat, folks. Maybe you, th this is just let's, a precursor let's hop, let's for hop what's off, to let's come. Hop here, let's hop let's hop off here and let's tell some let's tell some fucking stories. Actually, all right. So why don't you close the why don't we yeah. close up the episode? Yeah. Hush. So do you have a do you have the end read there? I know this isn't a normal episode, so I didn't give you a full note. Um, I think I can probably do it. Just, oh, I've got it. Right oh, we here. could split it. And it's it. like and the nominees are and the award goes to. So yeah, close it up and then you guys hey everybody stay in the live chat. We will stay online unless you're we'll, get we'll, bundles. Yeah. And uh, oh, if anybody I'm has really any sorry. questions, drop them I'm in. I'm really sorry. Please don't beat him up, I think is what he's trying to say. Beat him up. Well, yeah, that, er, that would be fun. Make pro sure you probably do it not. Video. It's going to make my job harder. But Just make sure you're live streaming it while you beat me up. Uh, the OVW Podcast, the 10th annual Carney Award-nominated unofficial podcast of Ohio Valley Wrestling, is produced by Blacklight Moon Productions at Nuthouse Studios in Lexington, Kentucky. The OVW bro Podcast broadcast team is Jackman Oaks and Ryan Hines. Behind. Our studio engineer and is, editor is Malachi P.S. Woodard. Executive producer is Tiny Brian K. Woodard. Senior producer for The Blimp is Victor Anderson. After watching Wrestlers on Netflix, visit ovwpodcast.com slash podcasters to find all of our episodes of our unofficial Wrestlers After Show. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Rate us five stars and give us a review. You can follow us at ovwpodcast on Instagram, Facebook, X, TikTok, and Brian. Wherever you damn well please. Thank you guys. Yeah. Uh, if you're on the chat, we'll we have we'll I'll I, I'll come up we'll come up with something halfway entertaining to dignify your time. Moderately. Thank you guys so much for listening. Love you guys. Thanks again. Thanks.